We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Twins and Sox. Lineup card, 530, first pitch, 6 at 10. It'll be uh, Sonny Gray against Dylan Cease tonight. Good pitching matchup. For game two of those three-game series, Twins cruise to a 9-4 victory. Byron Buxton, Alex Kirilov had big nights at the plate. But uh, really the talk has been the breakout game for Byron Buxton. It has been a struggle. And uh, beat writer Bobby Nightingale uh, from the Star Tribune joins us. Bobby, good to visit with you again. Thanks so much for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, Bobby, there's no doubt... uh, Byron Buxton was waiting for a game like that for quite a while. Twins fans were waiting for it, and it came in a really big spot. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think you could see kind of the emotion just as he was running around the bases on how much it meant for him to kind of break out of that slump, um, just kind of the weight off his shoulders. And uh, I think you saw it a little bit in his second at-bat when he hit his second homer. Just That was a two-strike count, a slider, uh, probably a little bit tougher than the first-pitch fastball he saw in his first at-bat, but just – um, I, I, I thought you could kind of see it on his face, just how much it meant to him, to, uh, how tough of a week it had been that he was able to get out of it. Yeah, and post came Rocco Baldelli. We played one of the cuts and, you know, what it means. And it, it really goes without saying for this club. Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton and, and their bats really need to lead the way if this club is going to get where it wants to be, and that is win this division and get to the postseason and have a chance of doing some damage in the postseason, uh, Correa and Buxton are going to need to be right. Absolutely, and I think Derek Falvey's kind of mentioned the same thing in terms of don't expect a huge trade to upgrade the offense. It's going to have to come from the guys that are already in that clubhouse, which um, Byron Buxton underperformed this year. This has been Carlos Correa's worst offensive season. Um, so a lot depends on those two kind of carrying the offense. They have the ability. I mean, when they're both hitting well, um, you know, they can win games two weeks at a time if they're at their best. And uh, They just haven't been at that level this year. There really hasn't been a, a true reason for why both of them have struggled the way they have. But um, Buxton's healthy. I mean, I, I think that's been the, the positive for him. Uh, now, now he has to do the other part and perform. And then Carlos Correa, I mean, He's been better since he moved to leadoff, but at some point you need to see him kind of get on that hot streak that he was on at the end of last year. And I don't think he's reached that level yet, but at least it's promising that he's progressed a little bit from where he was. Yeah, there was a, a, a term I had to scramble and look up and, and figure out. Conjunctivitis um, struck the, the, the twins. I, I, I don't know if you had to scramble for a definition of that, but... Um, it, it it certainly hit the twins. Yeah, I think I just wrote in my notebook itis, and then someone mentioned pink eye, and then it made a lot more sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's something. That, I mean, it's highly contagious. Not two guys out of the lineup for two days in a row. Uh, Willie Castro and Joey Gallo. They might they might be available off the bench today, but uh, you know that that's something that you, you've seen it kind of pre-COVID where. Um, sometimes teams would get sick and it would spread around the clubhouse and guys would be out for, you know, kind of ravage a clubhouse for a week at a time. You really haven't seen that in the past couple of years with how much, uh, you know, attention has been paid to 
you know, washing hands and keeping guys safe. But, um, yeah, that, that's something to watch. A guy who had a big night and was overshadowed by Byron Buxton's breakout last night was was Alex Kirilov. And in this version of Alex Kirilov, Twins fans have been waiting to see for a long time. The talent's always been there. He just was fighting that wrist injury. And then coming out of spring training, they were very, very careful with Alex Kirilov. But you look at that swing and, and know if he can stay healthy and, and settle into the big leagues, this guy can do damage. Yeah, I mean, he was a highly touted prospect for a reason, and now you're kind of finally seeing it. That was his first home run of the season to right field that he hit yesterday. So, um, you know, you I, I think you're starting to see kind of his swing come together a little bit more. Like before, he, he's shown improved plate discipline, but he was more of a singles hitter um, at the, you know, when he first came back from injury. Then he, the, in Oakland, in the West Coast road trip, he started hitting balls to left field for homers. Uh, and now the, now he's starting to pull the ball. So, I mean, I think you're kind of seeing it come in stages, which uh great sign for the Twins. I mean, him and Edward Julian uh, hitting back-to-back in the lineup and hitting the way they are. I mean, that's, that's been a huge reason why they've had so much success out of the All-Star break. Bobby Nightingale joining us, covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. Uh, joined the beat uh, midway through the season. Uh, he was covering the Reds before that. Joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Bobby Sonny Gray toes the rubber tonight. He was an all-star, pitched the third inning for the American League. You're out there in Seattle to see it. And, you know, Sonny Gray, been rumored, going to try free agency at the end of the season. Will the, will the Twins try and move him before the deadline? I mean, there's that stuff floating around out there. But, you know, the, the bottom line, you know, Gray 4-4, four and four, but probably deserves a lot more wins, and and that's just been a lack of run support. He has generally been very good. Yeah, I mean, it's almost shocking how long he's gone without a win. I think it's sometime in May was his last one. I mean, the way he's pitched, uh, you know, one of the better starters in the American League to go that long is um, pretty shocking. But, um, you know, had a rough go of it his last time out. You know, he's kind of struggled with walks in some innings this year, which has been surprising for him. Um, but generally, I mean, he's, he's been probably the ace of the team. I, I can't see the Twins trading him away. I mean, it would send such a poor message when you're in first place. Um, yeah. I, I get he's, he wants to test free agency. Um, you know, the Twins could still recoup a, uh, a draft pick if he signed elsewhere. Uh, but to me, I mean, it, when you talk about trading guys like that, I mean, it's almost like Josh Hader and the Brewers, where the Brewers were in first place last year. They trade their closer and the team collapsed. And, um, you know, you're, one year later, you still hear Brewers players talk about how much that trade killed their clubhouse. So, um, I, I think Sonny Gray would kind of have that same effect um, if, if you did something with him. So, I mean, I, I, I think they'll write it out. Um, he'll test free agency. That's something he wants to do, but no reason why the Twins couldn't re-sign him afterwards after he reaches free agency, too, uh, um, you know, if, if that was their desire. Yeah, and Bobby, it, it's one of those things where Derek Falvey, Thad Levine aren't going to tip their hand on what they want to do. You, you, you brought up, you know, are they going to be able to make an impact trade? One thing we do know, all the contenders are looking for pitching help. That's been true every year, ever since I can remember. And a lot of clubs would like to add, you know, potentially a veteran bat to the lineup. But if if I had to point to something, if they could go out and, and add another bat or a veteran bat, s- someone that, you know, could could maybe help this lineup, maybe more of a, a contact hitter might might help. Yeah, I agree, and especially like a right-handed outfielder. I, I think that's probably atop the wish list. I mean, they have a lot of left-handed hitting corner outfielders, uh, but, I mean, they've really struggled against left-handed pitching. If you look at kind of 
statistically they're the, they're the worst yeah. offense against left-handed pitching this season. So I mean that that's something when you look at how how a team is going to be built for the postseason, you you can't have a you know susceptible to one side where Atlanta I think really exploited it the most over the past month where. Uh, you know, they, they deliberately try to keep left-handed pitchers out there as much as possible, um, knowing, knowing that's been a weakness. And part of that's Buxton's not hitting the way he should be in Correa. Some of their underperformers are right-handed hitters. But uh, I, I think that if you're looking to upgrade the offense, I think a right-handed outfielder would be the that would, that would be the first place I'd start. And then uh, one other thought, Bobby, before we let you go, we certainly do appreciate your time ahead of the ball game tonight. Sonny Gray against... Dylan Cease is this White Sox team for the second year in a row have to be one of the biggest disappointments in, in the American League, especially a year ago. They, they they just struggled, could never get it going, and, and, and they've really had trouble again this year. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, you you look at the lineup they put out there, and you expect so much more talent to come out of there. I mean, you know, Tim Anderson, um, Ben Attendee, Luis Roberts having a great season. Uh, Grandall. So, I mean, you expect so much more from the offense. And like you said, a disappointment for the second straight year. Sounds like a lot of trades are going to be on the way. I mean, they have a lot of pitching that they'll they'll probably move before the deadline. Um, I mean, I, I think it kind of shows, too, I mean, just kind of how fickle, um, you know, your contention windows could be. I mean, it was only a couple of years ago when they had a young core and it felt like, okay, they're going to be the, the kings of the central for a while. And, uh, you know, they only had one real postseason appearance to, to brag about. And then, um, you know, now they've, they've two years in a row where it kind of backfired on them. So kind of shows how fast things can move in the, in the game, too. All right. Well, it looks like the lineup is set tonight. One one injury note, any news on Jorge Polanco and how his rehab is going and when he might rejoin the club? doesn't sound like it's evident. I mean, he's, he won't be back on this home stand. Uh, he's, he's about to move to third base, uh, and they want to give him – ample reps to get ready for that so I, I would say maybe still a week to 10 days away although everything uh, all reports wise are he's feeling healthy and everything's been good to go it's just uh, getting him ready to play a new position is going to be the the main focus all right well well bobby thanks again for the time uh tonight appreciate it yeah my pleasure thanks for having me again all right there he is bobby nightingale covers the twins for the star tribune Online at StarTribune.com. Cease against Gray. We'll dig into the lineup card in more detail before we turn it over uh, to our pregame show lineup card uh, here at 5.30. First pitch at 6.10 tonight from Target Field. And by the way, uh, tonight is backpack night at the ballpark. That's right. Back-to-school backpack. First 5,000 fans age 12 and under get a back-to-school backpack. Not sure if the kids want to think about going back to school, but they're going to get a backpack anyway. We'll take a break and come back here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins and Sox from Target Field. Cease against Gray. Good pitching matchup. Couple of veterans. Let's get you up to date on the big league scoreboard. Bottom of the seventh, L.A. leading in Texas. 10-3 over the Rangers. Cincinnati leading Arizona 4-1. to The Reds, it's just been a great story this year. Bottom of the eighth, also bottom of the eighth. Baltimore leading Tampa Bay 5-3. to A couple of top dogs there in the American League East. Bottom of seven, it is Toronto leading in Seattle 7-4. to Just underway is San Diego in Detroit. Uh, there's a rain delay at Wrigley. The Cardinals and the Cubs 
Cubbies lead at 8-4 once again in the seventh. All the other games under the lights, here's the finals. It was New York beating Kansas City 5-2 in the Bronx. Colorado won in Miami 4-3. And uh, completion of a game scheduled on the 21st, uh, Friday night. Uh, the New York Mets beat the Red Sox 5-4. to And they'll play the regularly scheduled game tonight. Max Scherzer on the mound. A lot of people complaining about Max Scherzer, but... Scherzer's eight and three in his ERA under four. I'm I'm not sure what man Mets fans want, but all in all, that's not too bad. So you're up to date on what's going on in the big leagues. Back to our ball game tonight. Uh, Dylan Cease against Sonny Gray. How are the Twins going to go in this one? Well, Carlos Correa is going to lead off and play shortstop. Then it's Eddie Julian at second base, batting second. Alex Kirilov will be at first. He had a monster night last night for the 9-RBI. Alex Kirilov will be at first. Max Kepler will bat cleanup. He's in right field. He has really picked it up as of late, and that's huge for the Twins. Matt Walner will be in left. Byron Buxton will DH. Speaking of a monster night, the two home runs, 4-RBI in the ballgame. Uh, Farmer will be at third base. He'll bat seventh. Vasquez will catch and bat eighth. And then Michael A. Taylor will be in center field and bat ninth. So it'll be Correa, Julian, Kirilov, Kepler, Walner, Buxton, then Farmer, Vasquez, and Taylor. So uh, the Twins right now in good shape in the division. Remember, they went into the break a game under and a half game out. And now the Twins have turned the tables on the Cleveland Guardians and have a division lead going into the ballgame tonight with the struggling Chicago White Sox. Minnesota 51-48, and 48, two games clear of Cleveland. They're a game under at 48-49. and 49. Detroit in third, 44-53. and 53. And then Chicago, just a nightmare, 41-58, and 58, 10 games out. And then Kansas City, just 28 wins this season, 28-72 and 72 for Kansas City. But that's still not the worst record in the majors. That belongs to Oakland, who the Twins swept on that road trip coming out of the break. They're 27-73 and 73 this year, and it's still late July. So there, there's still a lot of ball games to be lost out in Oakland. 27-73. and 73. And to give you an idea, the next worst record... In, in the big leagues, you've got Oakland and Kansas City. You still haven't reached the 30-win plateau. The next lowest win total are the Nats at 39 and the Rockies at 39 victories. So that is quite, quite a drop uh, down to the likes of Kansas City and Oakland. Once again, we'll have the, the Twins. And the White Sox coming up momentarily. And by the way, our sports coverage continues on Sunday. We'll have the huddle with Pete Najarian and Dave Schwartz between 10 and noon. Then inside Twins at noon. And then our Sunday lineup card at 12.30. First pitch at 1.10. And then later in the day, our sports coverage continues here on News Talk 830-WCCO with Rob Driesline from the Outdoor News. And Rob's on between Five and six. By the way, the homestand continues. The Seattle Mariners will be in town for three games Monday night, Tuesday night, and then a Wednesday getaway day matinee. 
Let's get you up to date on the weather one more time. There are still showers and thunderstorms out and about in the area of the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Some thunderstorms in the northwest suburbs. There are no warnings on the board at the moment here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. So we'll certainly keep an eye on it as we move through the night tonight here on News Talk A3O-WCCO. Let's get back to that Major League scoreboard one more time and see if things have changed down in the Windy City. And the Cardinals and the Cubs are still in a rain delay around there. I can't imagine the weather that moved through here is already impacting the Chicagoland area. But uh, the heaviest showers and thunderstorms have moved off well to the east and southeast into Wisconsin. And then, of course, we invite you on weeknights to stop back and uh, be a part of our Twins coverage with Henry Lake, uh, leading you up to the ball game on weeknights and then following the ball game with Final Pitch here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. We want to thank all our guests. Tech Talk with Doug Swinart got us started today between 2 and 3 o'clock. And don't forget, Tech Talk moves next Saturday to a brand new time at 3 o'clock. We have a bit of a Saturday lineup change. We have a brand new real estate show starting next Saturday at 11 a.m. And then Shaletta Brundage and the Shaletta Show between noon and 3. We'll get started at 3 with Tech Talk uh, here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Big thanks to our producer, Josh Wheeler, doing an outstanding job, as always, fighting through some technical difficulties on this Saturday afternoon. We had a power outage that uh, knocked out some of our equipment today, but uh, we've been slowly but surely been able to restore that as we've moved through the afternoon. So once again, our apologies on some of the technical difficulties today, but uh, those thunderstorms as they move through the North Metro knock some of the equipment offline, and we are back at it. Quick recap of what we're going to see tonight at Target Field. Dylan Cease for the White Sox, 4-3, and ERA 4.18. Struck out 129 this year. And Twins All-Stars, Sonny Gray, 4-4, four four, 3.16 ERA. Sonny hasn't actually won a game since May. He struck out 106 this season. Carlos Correa will lead it off. Once again, Correa, Julian, Kirilov, Kepler, Walner, Buxton, Farmer, Vasquez, and Taylor tonight. Uh, for the Twins against the White Sox. First pitch coming up uh, here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Enjoy the ball game. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.